Hello, everybody. It is Marvelay Rex. We are here to look at the energies for the week of August 1st to August 7th. Many of you know me. I am a writer, director, actor. Ooh, actor. Ooh, performance artist. Ooh, wild guy. Renaissance man. And uh, overall creature of the deep. We're going to be talking about the energies of this week right now from an astrological perspective, but also I'm looking at uh, human design and some other just downloads that I get. A lot of it is from my dreams, actually. I've been very, very activated recently in the dream space. So I'm going to share all that with you. I hope it's helpful. Reach out if it is. If it isn't, let me know too. I want to know. I want to know everything. Okay. So I've been leading up in the last couple of episodes to the big boom that I talked about last week, which, you know, really is also very active August 1st, right? So we're still just deep in it. This is really happening right now. I will just say that everything I talk about henceforth is really, really active all the way until about mid to late August, okay? And then I was telling my partner, mid-August to all of September is a little bit of like a recovery period, so that's nice to look forward to. And then, you know, uh, late October, rather, we have eclipses coming back in. So this is a, we're in the middle of a big wave. I want you to imagine the gigantic I'm a surfer, so like I watch the giant wave videos on YouTube sometimes, and it's very um, satisfying for surfers, I think. We love to watch people catch really, really big waves. But it's also like, you know, you watch it and you're like, this is insane. Like, what is happening? How did he get out there? How did the person get out there? Like, they were driven in on a boat. It's a 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 foot wave. We're in that right now. So we're in this big wave. Things are not necessarily going to make sense until September when the wave has receded, okay? So just imagine you're in the wave. We're all in the wave right now in some area of our lives. And especially, like I said last week, for the Tauruses, Scorpios, Leos, and Aquariuses, or if you have any sensitive points at in those signs at 18 degrees, this is really, really big for you. Huge wave. Okay. August 1st to the 7th, what's happening? Well, we still have the Mars-North Node-Uranus conjunction on August 1st. That's super active, okay? At the tail end of the week, this week is a weird kind of like, it's kind of like a, a, a nuclear sandwich. Um, <laughs> you have Mars conjoined Uranus on August 1st, and then on August 7th, right, the, the tail end of the week, the last day of Sunday, you have Mars square Uranus, okay? Basically... This week is like a trash compactor. The, the week starts out intense and will end intense. In the middle of the week, things are less intense, although not necessarily like supremely less intense. But, you know, savor the middle of the week is what I'll say. Especially Wednesday. It's like maybe things will be a, just a tiny bit easier in the middle of the week. <laughs> but it's just it's actually just full throttle. So it can be full throttle. Like I said, I, d I don't want to be a fear monger. It can be full th throttle in a way that is very liberating for you. And you're just like, okay, I'm making moves. Like things are happening. And then also because there's such a high degree of change, Mars is a change agent. So is Uranus. You know, it can feel really, really high volume, high pressure. Things are happening. Things can be happening quickly. And because Uranus is involved, and I experienced this personally last week, you know, like I said, scheduling things that are kind of a little bit more loose commitments will be helpful during this time because things are changing so rapidly. Or just giving caveats to people being like, 
I would love to see you this day. It may not happen. <laughs> or, you know, we'll just tentatively do these things. Okay. I wanted to talk, this is going to be, you know, this may land with some people and it really may not, but I want to talk about the 18th degree of Taurus for a second, because this is where this big thing is happening. And it's actually, I think it's really, really important. And it's going to lead into a metaphor that I want to share with y'all. I love this book by Elias Lonsdale. It's called Inside Degrees. It's like a profound, it's like basically he just like downloaded these beautiful images for each degree of the Zodiac. So powerful. I love it. I highly recommend it. You can get it on, you can actually just find it online by typing in Inside Degrees Lonsdale, L-O-N-S-D-A-L-E for all the occult nerds out there. Taurus 18 is a woman with hundreds of breasts. I'm going to read this to y'all and I hope I don't lose everybody who's listening right now. But this is Taurus 18 where this massive activation is happening for us. This huge wave that we're all riding. The fruit of the vine. Limitless supply is the rhythmical law of the Divine Mother. There are those who are given over to the Divine Mother and her earthly counterpart, Gaia, she of earth, and who are called upon to give of something beyond them and to do selflessly. A heavy responsibility to take on because there are no boundaries to the giving. A certain rapture in being able to serve in this fashion with no boundaries, with multiple undertones of realization and fruition. Yet the ritual gesture, the signature, is so given over to the mother that what dominates every breath is the explicit need that is here, to live inside that need, to be surrounded by it everywhere, to know only that there is somebody that is everybody here who asks, who must have sustenance and inspiration. The growing into the task of delivering the need, the becoming worthy of the investiture and the singular dedication to complete to the mother's satisfaction all that is intended in perfect conscientious endowment. So that was big, right? That was a lot. Um, I recommend going back and listening. But what it is succinctly, and I talked about this last week, is this like deep, deep, highly receptive, quote unquote, feminine energy of like, providing. Now, I just a really easy example is the earth, right? We we as humans like the way that at least capitalism has come about in this like late capitalist stage, late capitalism is in a delusional state where it believes that the earth will just infinitely keep giving, right? And this Taurus 18 is like, yes, yes, like on an archetypal level, I want to keep giving that that deep feminine that's like I will keep you know giving and giving and giving and giving. Now, because Uranus, the North Node, and Mars are there, which are all three, like, I don't want to say malefics, not all three of them are malefics, but they're all very intense masculine energies. They're all there at this, at this place that wants to just, that is archetypally and symbolically wanting to give and give and give. We are seeing massive shifts to the earth, right? That's like just happening. That's happening. I mean, it's been happening, but it's happening much more um, on the world stage as the world continues to become very hard to live in, live on, right? And so this this sort of like delusion of that we the earth is going to continually take care of us is being like highlighted right now profoundly and is being changed. Now, interestingly, to talk about it in a very optimistic note, anytime Uranus, the Mars and Mars and the North Node have come together, there are generally like massive technological advancements in whatever sign these planets are meeting, Taurus being the ecology, the Earth, the Terra, like I said last week. So there's amazing potential here for like 
profound breakthroughs in environmental uh, law and and also in environmental practices that really help save the earth. So this is the like best ever thing that could happen. The other side of it is that, yes, you see really intense uh, climate change, really, really intense climate change. But as a metaphor for our lives, interestingly, like climate change is the earth being like, whoa, this, okay, we're entering a different phase. I don't know if I can sustain these humans. Like we're going to have to figure this out right now. And in our own lives, we're having our own proverbial climate change where things in our life are becoming extreme, becoming obvious that the heat is felt or the cold is felt or whatever. And we are like, okay, that has that has reached an extreme point and it has to shift. Now, this is all contingent on like where this is falling in your birth chart, which I can certainly help you understand in a reading. Just reach out to me. The link is in the show notes. Okay. Now, where this is falling is the second decan of Taurus. So each sign is, is actually broken up into 10 degrees, 30 degrees each sign. And the second decan is between 10 to 20, right? So 18 falls. We're right in there. That's the math. It's ruled by Mercury. Now, Mercury is the sign, uh, sorry, is the planet, not the sign, rules uh, Virgo and Gemini, but it is the planet that rules communication and, and has like excellent communication skills. Now, Mercury and Taurus, not going to go into that because that's a whole different ballpark, but this is about communicating, okay? This whole big wave that we're riding. Like I've said a couple weeks, you know, the last couple weeks, communication, communication, verbalizing your needs. Taurus rules the throat chakra. What do you need? These communication skills, because Uranus is involved, we could be putting our foot in our mouth. So we have to be very, very mindful of the eclectic energy of Uranus and saying things intentionally, slowly, that's Taurus, and clearly, Okay, this is like an amazing time to really get super clear about what you need and err on the side of listening and not speaking in moments where you're like, I'm not clear. But if you are clear, please speak your truth. I support that for everybody. But this time in the middle of the wave, you may surprise yourself by what you say. But also it might be a time to like wait until that late August, early September period to really be talking to people where you need to have some level of finesse and grace. But it is about getting really clear about what you need and what you need to say. I mean, that's part of what I love about this wave is that it's like there's a ton about shifting things, the ground beneath us shifting to a point where we recognize new needs that we had or recognize new realities of our life. Things are changing. And then you have to then, what does that mean? What are the ramifications of what that means for who you are, how you move through the world, and what you need to tell people about you moving through the world, right? I mean, this is really fundamental. I I love how simple it is in a way. So I haven't actually got to my metaphor yet. (laughs) When the ground beneath, beneath our feet shifts, then our perception naturally shifts, right? It's like a domino effect. It's not comfortable for our personality slash ego. That is a challenging process because it's like, ooh, oh, even if it feels liberating, like change is so funny. It's like it can feel really, really liberating. But at the same time, you're like, I'm absolutely terrified. My ego does not know where we're going. So we see that our life is different in some way. We see our needs differently. And sometimes we see our needs for the first time because a roadblock got 
literally like imploded. I mean, that's Uranus. Uranus is like, like, oh, you saw that building was there and you're like blocking your vision for 20 years. I'm just going to, you know, it's gone. Now you can see something very differently and you can't unsee it. There's a lot of seeing things that you cannot unsee at this time, right? So there you go. First time experiences, first time understandings of new needs that you're having. And your soul, I want to say something that's going to, we're going to get woo, woo here. All right. I wish I had like a little sound effect for that. Woo, woo here. Our soul is actually calling these experiences in right now because the North Node is there. So our, our trajectory, our track, which is, you know, I think a multivalent track, it's a psychedelic track. I like that it's, it's not just linear. We're not talking linear here is calling it's this track is like you need to go this way this is the way even if you're really even if the little personality or the conditioning that has brought you up to this point is really fighting it you're going this new way we desperately need whatever awakenings are happening in our lives right now that's something that i want to just pinpoint we desperately need them they may not feel easy, especially this week, because we're at like the wave is cresting, baby. It is just huge right now. Like, you know, these shakeups will domino affect our lives. OK, that's the thing. And they can be again, they can be very liberating. This isn't like, oh, it's just so bad. It's like it can be very liberating. You can be like, wow, I am like that weight is gone. Now, for most of us, it probably won't feel like that until September. And potentially not until the story really, really wraps up short-term March of 2023, long-term October of 2023. So we're on a journey, and I'm just being real about it. And for some people, this is like, oh, this is great. Like, oh my God, I'm so free. But there's there's a sense, there is a sense of agitation here and a sense of loss. Mars often, to me, when I read people's charts, signifies some degree of loss when it's in like a very activated uncomfortable position like it is at 18 degrees of Taurus with Uranus there you know this can lead to shakeups that feel hard difficult even if they are liberating okay I wrote down Mars is not friendly Uranus doesn't care about your ego and the north node doesn't even think about your ego storyline it's it's just saying destiny 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 karma 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 <laughs> right <laughs> so this moment all the way into late August is about massive psychic realignment that through activated shakeups consciousness over your life right now is key so like just self-auditing taking time to be like what feels stable what feels unstable trying to like you know i think a powerful thing to do here is actually separating a little bit of what's going on on the world and collective stage and focusing in really on you like i want to say that not that you're i'm not telling people not to watch the news or listen to the news or ingest news but taking some time this week in particular to get really clear about you and your little life which is an important little life i want to say it's very important getting really clear about what's changing what's not what feels like a painful loss what feels like a you know just taking notes and being really clear and applying consciousness to it so that you know if you're not you when you're surfing you cannot check out of the activity i'll tell you this as someone who actually surfs like you can't just like not concentrate you have to concentrate you're moving you actually for anyone who has surfed they know but when you actually catch a wave you're moving very very quickly you mean the thing happens very fast and you're just like whoa if i am not concentrating right now i'll fall off you will fall off into the water which depending 
can be dangerous, you know? <laughs> so we, we can't really, it, I, it would behoove us at this moment. I'll say it this way in a positive neurolinguistic way. It would behoove us to be very concentrated over the things that are moving very quickly, just applying concentration to them and being like, okay, this is changing. I'm uncomfortable. I feel maybe out of control and I'm going to just continually look at it. Now I want to talk about a little bit about Mars. Mars cuts. He literally cuts things open. He rules surgery in astrology. He breaks ties. This can all be happening right now for people. People can be losing people in their lives. They can be relationships can be dynamically changing. Uh, jobs can be dynamically changing. Parts of your like core identity, because of those changes, can be changing. Right? Boop, domino effect. It can make some of us, I think a lot of us feel right now, because the ground is unsteady, like our lives are regressing, or we can feel, you know, relieved, but still like we're kind of going backwards. There's a sense of like, who the hell am I now? And that part of my life is gone, or that person is gone. You can actually feel like the ego senses that you failed or that something is regressing. So there's something that happens with change that I've been thinking about this week where things are changing and you're like, oh, that's kind of exciting. You know, for take myself, for example, there's a few things moving right now that are very, very exciting. But it's so interesting how the fear comes up or the ego storyline comes up just because it's changing, not because the change is good or bad qualitatively, but because it's changing. Okay. Like, am I going to spiral down into an Alice in Wonderland hole, right? And, and, and then behaviorally, what we do to cope when things are changing, even if the change is positive. Often we indulge in regressive behaviors or have regressive emotional states, even if the change is positive. Because we're like, whoa, I don't know where I'm going. You know, I could be totally speaking for myself as someone who's just like a massive control freak. Okay, so this is where my metaphor comes in. I'm finally getting there, baby. The bow and arrow metaphor okay imagine I, I want everyone and this is very important because jupiter stationed this week and jupiter rules sagittarius which is the archer so i'm talking about a very it's very timely right now this metaphor it's a powerful metaphor that i learned from one of my mentors the bow and arrow metaphor so imagine you are the arrow and this current energy i mean like there's a lot happening right like life feels kind of hectic things are changing but the arrow, you are the arrow, and the, all these changes have awakened you to where you want to go. So there's more clarity available if you're taking the time to slow down and look at your life and see the openings. Like this whole thing I'm going to talk about in a second is a door opening. So the arrow, you are the arrow. The arrow knows where it wants to shoot now, or better, at least is like, I want to go in that direction, right? Even if it's scary, you're like, I'm going to go in that direction. You have more clarity, right? Something has shifted that means the path has changed, is new, and, and the arrow is like, you are the arrow. It's ready to go. What happens? Like, literally, when you have a bow and arrow, what happens to shoot the arrow off? You have to pull the arrow back against the string, right? The arrow has to be pulled back against the string to create enough tension to shoot off into the new direction. Right now, right now, August 1st, August 7th, and really over a bulk of the summer, a lot of the outer planets are retrograde. Jupiter turns retrograde. When planets turn retrograde, they go backwards. They pull back. They pull back. That's literally what they do. If you were going to ride the waves gracefully this summer, I would recommend be thinking about this metaphor. Okay, we're pulling back. It, it can feel like you're regressing. It can feel like you're going backwards, like you're like even parts of your 
child nature come up and you're like having memories of your past, having memories of conditioning that's challenging, having old relationship dynamics come up that you're like, I thought I was done with that. Like, I thought I cleared it. This is the magic of the arrow being pulled back because the arrow will shoot forward. And my guess is probably more around February and March of 2023. But, you know, the the arrow will shoot forward. But right now, a big part of this energy is being like, okay, X, Y, and Z have changed in my life. I'm in the middle of this kind of really frenetic energy. The wave is moving. It's crashing. Well, it's not crashing yet. We're cresting, baby. So it's happening. And I'm going to have to start to clear up some of the stuff that feels like I'm regressing and spiraling down like whatever, you know, old patterns or behaviors. If I'm doing that, that door is open. That door's not closing. That just opened this this year. Like the beauty of what of what this activation is and what the eclipses are showing us, which were again, we're April 30th, May 15th. This date, which is April 1st, August 1st is a super powerful mid midpoint. And then again in October, November, all of those dates are saying like Whatever's happening during those times is like, yes, the door is open. There is a new life. It's happening. It's kind of scary. It's potentially relieving all of the mixed emotions. And we have a little bit of pullback and cleanup to do right now so that that arrow can shoot off. I just want to say, like, when change is happening, often it can feel, it can be a mixed bag of feelings of feeling of failure or feeling stuck feeling like you're regressing feeling like you're not getting anywhere and the bow and arrow metaphor has always been really helpful for me because it slows my ego personality storyline down it slows what human design calls the movie you're slowing the movie down to be like oh actually big picture that door is open i see it and i'm never gonna unsee how open that door is and that door's open and i'm going there I just may not shoot forward like an arrow into that door yet. You're revisiting something from your past. You're revisiting dynamics from your past. It's really challenging to go against planets when they're retrograde. And when you really are like, no, I don't want to look at any of this past stuff and I just want to move forward with my life. Well, as a good astrologer, I would not recommend that right now. So cleaning up things that you're like, okay, I've committed to this. I have to work this out. And especially what's cropping up right now. The beauty of this shakeup is that like, you know, you're seeing things. You're like seeing things <laughs> in your life. You're like, oh, I got to do that. It's sacred work. I, I wrote it down in my notes. Like this is sacred work. Just don't forget where the arrow is pointing and don't forget where that open door is. Okay. So you're not going back into the, it's a fine dance. You're not going back into the past or cleaning up the residual stuff so that you can go back to that safe place. No, you're, you're pulling that arrow back, but that arrow is going to create enough tension and shoot forward. And a lot of this is very spiritual. It's not just like having conversations with people that need to happen or changing your job or whatever. A lot of this is very much like forgiving yourself, forgiving other people. I know it's all sounds kind of woo-woo basic, but it's like this is some profoundly spiritual work like trusting that the pain is there pain is fear leaving the body right pain is fear leaving the body like that's a big part of it okay i want to kind of put some things in order before i uh, talk about the weekly energies just like day by day so mars uranus and north node i just want to break it down one more time i think it's really helpful mars is the energy activator here it's our drive. It's an accelerator of events. Whatever it touches, it accelerates and turns on. It also can like break things as it's applying pressure and energy to it. Uranus is the planet of awakening. It wakes you up with whatever experience is happening. 
And it's not, you know, does not care if you feel in control. Uranus is very unpredictable. It can be, it's chaotic neutral. It acts without us having any control. It, it's because it's the rebel. It's the energy of the new. It's innovative. So we really don't know what's going to happen when Uranus is this active. That's part of it is like, you just have to kind of be trusting right now. It's a let go and let God period of time in this, in this August month. The North Node is an astrological point. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but the North and South Node have to do with the orbit of the moon and the Earth, right? And the sun. Okay. So when they, when Mars and Uranus arrive, and actually this is a very interesting thing that's happening right now. Uranus is the sandwich here. Is There is the meat of the sandwich because Mars is shooting towards Uranus and the North Node is moving backwards slowly towards, towards Uranus. So they're both about to meet. But basically, as they're meeting... Uranus is like, whoa, okay, the door of destiny is here, and oh, and on the other side of me is this wild warrior who's coming in and is like, we're doing this now, now, right? A door has opened, okay? That's what's happening. That's what happens right now. But it's an accelerated door. It's a door that you didn't expect. It's outside. It's probably outside of your periphery, but you know, some of us who are like really, really hypersensitive to the energies are probably like, oh, I felt that. I felt that coming, right? But for a lot of us, it's going to be fully by surprise. So how does this manifest just practically? Accelerated events that bring awakening into our lives right now. That's why I'm like, this is super sacred work. Just be really conscious about what's happening in your life right now. Write it down. Write. I mean, I'm writing down my dreams even. Like, I'm just really trying to be super like honoring of what's happening because it's not easy. This energy doesn't feel easy, at least for me and I think for a lot of folks. I'm going to say it one more time. If you have any planets or sun, moon rising, your midheaven or your IC at 18 degrees of the fixed signs, that is Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, and Taurus. This is just profoundly huge changes coming your way and in the way of the people that are very close to you. It's life altering, but it isn't necessarily, for some people it, it has arrived, but for a lot of folks it may not be really clear until that September time when the wave really regresses back in. Okay. One thing that... Uh, Rick Levine said, who's an amazing astrologer, was just not to ride the wave, but to engage the wave. And what does that mean? I, I think it really is about working with the Mars energy right now and just being like, okay, lots of events are happening. I am not just like fully receiving them and being like an, a doormat, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet it halfway. I'm going to meet whatever changes are happening halfway in a way that I'm taking responsibility for myself. This is a lot of the healing around identity that's happening with Chiron and Aries, which is the Aries energy is very present during this period of time. So, you know, are you taking accountability for the ways in which you know your life needs to change? Are you taking accountability as the surprising events come in? Are you engaging with them? Not running away, not running away to the comfort zone, but like engaging with them and being like, oh, this is the real thing that's happening. It's surprising. I'm a little bit caught off guard. I'm going to recoup. I'm going to take some time to heal or whatever I need to do, get grounded and come back and engage it. There's a level of courageousness here that is very present. So just being courageous with the events as they're happening engage the wave i liked that one a lot so wow the weekly energies we're going to pull this up i'm going to pull up the transit chart right now like i said this week is kind of a sandwich it's not the easiest you know it's not the easiest week i'm just going to be real with y'all this is not the easiest week it's not the you know I'm not trying to set it up so that everyone's going to have a tough time but i think that the challenges if we can honor the challenges as they're happening it'll be great like if you know going in like oh there could be some weird communications or i could get a no this week that's okay 
it's the door is still very open you are the bow and arrow you are the arrow that is being pulled back a little bit right now to humble your ego in some way that's actually going to liberate you for the future we start the week out with this huge monday is this huge 18 degree thing that i've been talking about the whole time right (laughs) we got that okay so the door is presenting itself but you know this is not necessarily the time where you're going to shoot through that door I would take a big, big old guess that a lot of people are going to be shooting through the door near the end of the year and early 2023. They're going to be like, wow, cool. My life makes more sense now and I'm moving through that door. This might not be that this, this is hard. This is hard energy. Like it's like seeing the doorway, knowing it, your life is irrevocably changed because you saw the doorway and you can't quite move through it yet. Or you're forced through it and you don't know who you are as you're being forced through it. So some pieces haven't clicked. For some folks, it's going to you know, manifest differently. But some pieces haven't quite clicked yet. And they will probably make themselves much more clear near the end of the year, beginning of 2023. Yes, so that's the, the top of the week. I will just say August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, there's a lot of just high-voltage energy I would be really loose about scheduling or just like taking time throughout each of those days, the first couple days of the week to really like rest, drink lots of water, slow down, you know, maybe not over. I would not over schedule myself if you can help it August 1st, 2nd and 3rd. And in fact, if you are planning a big change in your life and you're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this right now. I'm about to make a, a kind of big shift in, in one of my professional relationships. And I'm like, I could sign paperwork next week if I wanted to, but I'm not going to, but I'm not going to. I'm like, I stu- this is what I study in my spare time. So it's like, I'm going to actually wait and I don't need to rush these things. I can actually wait until mid-August, even late August, even early September, right? So all good. Okay, that's what I would recommend. And there's going to be a big focus on relationships coming through on August 3rd. So Wednesday conversations I would be really really diplomatic the middle of the week I would highly recommend this week that if you feel very strongly about something and you're in conflict with somebody or something where you're just like no I'm right I said this last week I would really really try to soften that or at the very least approach it slowly and not violently like this is where nonviolent communication is going to just be absolutely key right now because we're leading in to this August 7th date, which is technically Sunday, but it, we, we will be feeling the buildup of this starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, especially the weekend. The weekend, I'm like, ooh, okay. Like people are having, I'm looking at this, I'm like, people are having a really, <laughs> really challenging conversations or are receiving no's or are receiving some sort of impediment. This is Mars square Saturn and Saturn is in the winning position. There's always a planet that's, that's winning generally. Um, Not always, but whatever this is, there's a clear winner here right now, Saturn and Saturn is the wall. It's authority. It's the precedent that has already been like, you know, vetted and is there. So this often feels, especially because Leo is much as a lot about self assertion. Leo is a lot about like, I'm the new guy. I'm on the, I'm the hot new guy on the block. Like, check me out. I'm so cool. I'm so great. Saturn and Aquarius is like, I don't really give a damn about that. Uh, we've been doing it this way for a very long period of time. So good luck. 
And even in Aquarius, which is innovative, Saturn's retrograde. So Saturn's working out some stuff as it's trying to change and make things new. And I'm not going to go down a wormhole about Saturn and Pluto in Aquarius, but I will say that there is massive innovation coming on structural levels for our government, for any industry you work in. I'm thinking about the entertainment industry, which is very exciting. But those changes haven't been figured out yet. We are in like a total transition phase, or they're happening very slowly right now. So the end of the week, individually, in our own individual lives, or, you know, even before the weekend, like I could see a lot of people having a weird email on Friday or a weird phone conversation on Friday. And then all weekend they're thinking about it, right? The weirdness is asserting yourself saying like, hey, this is some new thing that I want. I want this new thing. This is like, I'm so excited. I saw the door to my life. It's brand new. Like it's kind of painful, but I'm working it out. And Saturn, which could be anybody, it could be a father figure, definitely could be a father figure, an authority figure, a partner could say like, no, or I don't agree. Or here, I'm going to challenge you very directly on this new vision that you have, or this new uh, perception of self or perception of your life that you have. So I would be really mindful about how and who you are communicating with near the end of the week next week. Uh, I'm really going to just, because these are slow moving energies, I would say like fifth, sixth, seventh, but even you could say Thursday, there could be some weird stuff happening already or just challenging energy. The answer to a lot of this is found in the Leo house and in the Scorpio house. So what do I mean by that? Like, don't let whatever happens this weekend, put your fire out. That's Leo. Okay, Leo's like I like heart. It's just so deep in the heart space. It's a, like loves living, loves creativity, loves engaging in a way that like brings more life to life, like joie de vivre. Like that is Leo at its best. Is like let's have some fun, y'all. Don't let the energy put the fire out. Just be like, okay, listen to Marvel's podcast. Like that was intense. Okay. I didn't like whatever challenge happened. Okay. Moving, moving forward, moving on to the next week. Once it happens, take care of yourself during the weekend while you recoup with the recoup with this. If you do have to have a card conversation, just know that it's going to be really amplified this week. So if you can push that conversation to the following week, I would recommend that just riding the wave of it. People may reach out to you too. I mean, I'm looking at them like, oh, people could really, you know, you could get, you could receive things where you're like, oh, right. I haven't finished that piece of business yet. And here is the messenger. Here's the person. But Leo is like staying in the heart place. The other part of it is if you are having a hard conversation with someone, remember that they are a human being with needs, with insecurities, with feelings, like little baby feelings. And Everyone needs love at the end of the day and just having compassion and really trying to lead conversations with your heart will benefit you so much more than any other route of action this weekend. So highly recommend that. The Scorpio side of it is compromise. How do you, I mean, this is like the best form of Scorpio. (laughs) Best form of Scorpio is merging resources, merging with the other person, compromising through that merging and being like, I still love you. I'm still on the team with you. And we have to come up with some sort of like compromise that works where everyone feels to some degree in control, right? It feels like they have some sort of stake in the game. So that's the best possible way to navigate the weekend. And 
I would recommend because the energies are so intense to try to keep a much more open schedule the whole week, but definitely the weekend. Give yourself some time to potentially feel the depth of frustration or feel the depth of the no or feel the depth of whatever challenge is coming up, whether that's collectively or individually. Give yourself time to process the intensity of that because it just looks high volume to me. I'm just like, woof, that looks really intense. So this is a very, like, for us on the Northern Hemisphere, this is a very hot summer and it's a very hot August. Like, August starts to chill out near the end, but this first two weeks is like really big change point for everybody. And whatever challenge comes up near that August 7th period of time, it could also spill into Monday, BT dubs. So be careful, Monday, August 8th, which is also Lionsgate Portal 88. Just know that you are here to be realigned in this moment. There's a lot of realignment happening and it doesn't always happen in accord with the storyline or the movie that you're telling yourself you're in. That, you know, your previous conditioning and your perception of yourself thinks that it's supposed to be in. From an analytical point of view, your brain could be like, oh, I don't like any of this. This is whatever. But there's a massive realignment happening. And this no that I see or this challenge that I see on Sunday, the 7th of August, is actually like a, I look at it and I'm like, this is a blessing. This is a blessed no. Uh, I'm going to be woo-woo and just say rejection is protection here. So keep that in mind during the weekend. Rejection is protection. And if you do need to have an uncomfortable conversation, lead with your heart and find compromise. Okay, that's it. That is it for right now. We are all learning how to reparent in this moment. That's a big part of what's happening is taking profound responsibility and accountability for ourselves. Look at me talking. I'm having my Saturn return right now. (laughs) So yeah, we are reparenting each and every one of us. You've got it this week. I believe in you. Reach out at any time. I have my link in the show notes. That's how you can contact me. We are going to make it through. This is a hot moment. Engage the wave. Have a little bit of brevity with it. It is Leo season after all. Like, try to have some fun. Try to have some fun in in the midst of all of this. Like, do things that bring you joy. It will do so much for you as this wave grows and crests and crashes over the next month. Okay, I will be back next week with some more juicy occult tidbits for each and every one of you. I love you all so much. I mean that from the bottom of my Cancerian heart. I will talk to you next week. Take care.